Hey guys and we're back and we're back welcome to greek tragedy it's uh psychology, psychology not the science philosophy. so it's philosophy exactly um it's your two favorite philosophers and psychologists ava and hannah okay exactly <laughs> so <laughs> we had a good week i had a great week i had a great week too did you had a good week <laughs> Um, no, I started off shaky, definitely got my feet super independent now, um, yeah. doing, thriving, um, doing good with music. Absolutely thriving. I, no, honestly though, like, you've <laughs> seen like the mood change. I don't oh know. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> it's been a whirlwind from crying at cars in Melrose or on Melrose to now smiling with her boba in the oh, car. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> of course. Um, okay, so today I wanted to talk about determinism because I had a talk with a friend a couple of days ago. And I was kind of trying to disprove it. <laughs> so I guess we're here now to disprove determinism, which I think I'm going to get a lot. I don't think a lot of hate, but a lot of people Question. being like, why though? Because there's quantum mechanics attached to this. Sure. But you see, people go one way, I decide to go the opposite. <laughs> and I think that makes me unique, special, and wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> Show-stopping, if you will. Uh, so Hannah, do you know what determinism is? Um, I don't. Okay, well, here's the simplest way I can put it in words, is that everything, including morality, is based slash determined, if you will, on previous events, kind of like the domino effect. So one thing causes another, and that's how the future is created. So I got a pizza yesterday, and then I keep eating pizza and pizza, and then I gain some weight. It's kind of like determinism. Probably a horrible analogy for people listening, but one thing leads Leads to to another. Yeah. Do you agree with this? Uh, yeah, that makes lots of sense. Yeah, it makes. See, that's that the thing. Sense. Like, see, now people are gonna be like, "How would you not believe in that?" Because <laughs> our whole entire lives are based right. on like previous events. Um, now that you have an idea of what that is, we're gonna talk about the opposite, anti-determinism. So this means that events happen rather by uh, by chance rather than a domino effect. So basically, no event is really certain, and it's based on probability. What do you think? I would say that's a skeptical way of thinking of things. Okay, yeah. Because I do think that things will lead to others. But I don't know, like probability? I don't know if I would definitely agree with that. I don't know. I feel like it's definitely like a more like calculated way of thinking of of things. Of thinking of things, right. Because if someone... We'll take the pizza... Um, yeah, if you keep eating pizza, non-healthy food, you are probably going to get fat. Yeah, and then, like... <laughs> but I don't know if that's, like, a number. Like, you're 68.25% going to get fat. Yeah, yeah. Because, I don't know, like, there are lots of factors that go into that. Because if, you know, you have an unhealthy metabolism and, you know, mm-hmm. you don't like walking upstairs. So you have a, you know, one-floored house and, you know, there are mm-hmm. lots of different things. But, yeah, if you do eat pizza forever, you will get fat. <laughs> that's mm. the answer yeah um see here's my like problem is i feel like both of these theories are plausible or like plausible yeah like i don't know sometimes i lean more towards anti-determinism because i'm so quirky and different that i want to like <laughs> disprove it all uh also some say that free will 
Um, and determinism can coincide, coincide in the same universe. So do you think free will and determinism can coincide in the same universe or not really? Uh, yeah, I think we've actually talked about this in one of our past episodes where we talked about kind of laws in, I think it was with Nietzsche? Nope. Possibly, maybe. Possibly, I don't know, because I said that, like, if <laughs> if you murder someone, you have to Why? be okay, okay with yeah. murder. Yeah, uh-huh. That is your free will. However, you are probably going to be put in jail. Ex- exactly, so because, you have to, like, live with the consequences. Yeah, you have to live with the consequences. And so, like, I mean, if like, like I just said, if you murder someone... Mm-hmm. Like, the chances are that you'll be punished for it. However, if you want to challenge society and be quirky, you're like, no, I probably won't. Yeah, there's a probability that you are going to be murdered. I will be fine, though. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, it depends on how you look at the world. And if, you, yeah, like, if you want to be quirky, do your thing. See, here's the thing with, like, determinism is that I feel like it's way more easier to... Like you can't because none of these things can be really proved because you can't really prove oh this event like led to another you can make the assumption that it did but you can't really calculate it out but I yeah. feel like I lean towards more determinism because it's like there's been so many instances in my life where it's as if I, if I didn't do this one thing it wouldn't have led me to do the other oh I see what you're right sure. yeah I could agree, give a great one however I am not about to expose not myself today. on this podcast <laughs> yeah. maybe next week. <laughs> Because I don't know who listens to this. <laughs> so if you listen to this, please DM me. Because I would... Oh, yeah. Um, Quick shout out to our listeners in Sweden. Oh, yeah. I We saw that there's like a... I think there's like a 4% listener ratio in Sweden. Hell, yeah. I don't know who would be listening from Sweden. But, hey, like, DM us, DM please. Us. We also have people from the UAE um, and people oh, from um, Canada. That's, that's really cute. Yeah. Anyway, so here's the thing. I'm a strong believer in the fact that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And that's kept me kind of sane pretty much my whole entire life uh, due to, uh, due to I don't know, just everything that's happened to me in general, as you probably know. Yep. So that's why like I'm more of a determinist rather than an anti-determinist. Because anti-determinist is like, oh, everything is like calculated, calculated and probable and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But uh, what's it called? determinism is more so saying yeah you do this one thing it's gonna lead to another but then that gives me a lot of pressure because it's like oh crap i have to really think about the future and it's kind of freaking me out yeah ah this is a quote that i want to kind of read it's from fresno state university's website and i quote kind of relating to determinism the theory that the future is fixed in virtue of the unalterable truth or falsity of propositions concerning in the future i mean do you think the future yeah i was like some very analytical essay i feel Mm -hmm. like if i handed that into a college that'd be pretty pretty impressive impressive. yeah (laughs) um but do you think the future is fixed in determinism or do you not i think like you started this with a domino effect i think everything leads to something else and so i think you just said quantum physics but like in alternate realities if something doesn't happen mm-hmm. it's a flaw in the system and almost a mutation yeah and so it makes its own reality however we're currently living in a single reality in which like our free will causes other things to happen 100 percent. um and i will like to say the thing that i like about determinism is that the way you alter your events right now will affect you in the future. Like, mm-hmm. you drinking water right now, probably not going to be thirsty or as thirsty later on. 
However, if you don't finish the water, <laughs> you're not gonna, you're gonna be pretty thirsty. Like, yeah. that's what determinism. <laughs> Sure. Everyday examples, everybody. This is how we get you to listen. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's what I think, at least. Uh, some people who support anti-determinism mm-hmm. include Sir Arthur Eddington. Sure. Marie Gelman. Maybe irrelevant names for you, perhaps no. for me, but <laughs> you know who any of these people are? Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> One thing I do want to make clear with anti-determinism, and also this might alter your view depending on the stance, is the fact that on the anti-determinist side, so uh, is is that anti-determinists don't tarnish really the thought of causation actually occurring. And correlation, you mean? Like just causing, like, like they don't tarnish the fact that like, oh, this event will lead to another. They don't say mm-hmm. it, but they more so calculate it out. Sure. I don't know if that'll change your view necessarily or yeah. alter well, it. I think I actually had brought this up at the beginning, but in my Psych 1 class during uh, the winter, we did a study with causation and correlation. Mm-hmm. And, like, the blank statement, like, ice cream caused death during the summer. Like, <laughs> what? So, that's, like, that's kind of ridiculous. Well... <laughs> What is your answer? I'm not crazy. Listen, during the summer, more people are eating ice cream, and also more people are drowning because more people are in pools and in the ocean. Mm -hmm. And so they don't, they're not using like the same statistic. Yeah. But during the summer, these two things are happening. They're not Mm -hmm. necessarily correlated, they might be correlated, like they're just connected, but they're not, one is not the cause of the other. Well, I think that's like a really important point also to make in that distinction yeah yeah because i was talking to my friend about this but i was like like we as humans are so bad at statistics oh my god yeah (laughs) we're horrible and the the headlines make it worse (laughs) no exactly we are so bad at applying them to like real life situations because i think he like brought up how i think this was he was talking about israel and how there's like a lot of bombings that happen in israel so mm-hmm. one year he was like statistically there has been this many people affected by the bombs mm-hmm. in israel and that's been like the main cause of death yeah. however once that statistic came out later that year nobody was going on a bus yeah. so that affected the statistic I so we're horrible say. as like intuitive thinkers when we apply like statistics in the real life or anything because as soon as like a bad statistic comes out like say uh people get freaked out, people get freaked out and they stop doing what they want so they're not really accurate for the whole entire year let alone like the past few months yeah okay that's right that's that is true because i think when people get who don't understand the numbers get scared with them mm-hmm. because like okay 300 percent of a specific minority died this year in a certain town mm-hmm However, in one year, one person died, and a year later, four people died. That's increased by 400%. Yeah. And so when people are like, 400% of a minority died, like, what? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to look at it in its context. Yeah, exactly. Like, nobody, that's like my issue with society is that nobody really, like, critical things <laughs> or critically <laughs> thinks. Sure. They just, like, take their information and they're like, oh, <laughs> why? Yeah. No way. So. The facts and it continues. Yeah. Well. Mm, <laughs> uh, one thing 
I want to talk about too is, or another thing is free will and the definition of free will, because I feel like a lot of people can listen to this podcast and not really know what that is. And to be honest, like I don't even exactly know what free will is, but free will by definition means that we are independent beings choose the way that things play out. So we're Mm self-determined. You always bring up crime and now Mm -hmm. if you commit it, it's like crime. Mm-hmm. It's your choice. It's morally wrong, but it's still yours, right? Correct. What do you want to, like, talk about free will? Like, do you think everything is in the hands of our own, or do you think, like, environmental variables affect our th- yeah. free will and their decision-making in the future? I don't think we've had an episode on God yet. Have we? Jesus. Jesus or God or, you know, your maker. Um. I know that free will is a very religious thing for lots and lots of people. Yeah. Um, and so I think free will depends on the human. It depends on the day, TBH. <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesdays. I mean, <laughs> on Tuesdays. On Tuesdays, we practice free will. <laughs> no, on Wednesdays, we practice. <gasps> Wait, if me and Hannah ever get merch, that's going to be it. On and Wednesdays, we practice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be at the establishment on Wednesdays. We practice. <laughs> okay, that's actually really funny. Really? Come sponsor us. Because please, any merch companies, please. Um. Yeah, but like, I mean, free will. Like, it's up. It's up to the human to decide whether to. Yeah, whether to go along with the establishment or not. And so that. You're... Yeah, like that kind of free will really depends on like, you know, on what you want to do because if you really inside if you feel that you know murdering someone's a good thing it's your free will like it, it I, I mean I it may why. be morally wrong it but be morally wrong, yeah which, like if it's for like a religious cause mm-hmm. i don't think that's you know i don't think that's a good thing because it's morally wrong to kill somebody i think it's morally wrong like you know i mean like unless you're like really saving like a, okay i don't even want to talk about murder because this is freaking me out because i get scared about like murder and stuff <laughs> scared of murder. I'm, I'm scared of blood murder sure um love <laughs> ah ah that, that one's new boo, boo. <laughs> great anyway. hope some people are not listening right now <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about free will? Um, okay, here's my whole entire, like, issue with free will. is like, I so agree that, like, you are responsible for your actions and you should be um, held accountable for all of them. Mm-hmm. You should be able to uh, make your decisions. Mm-hmm. However, I think what people don't understand about free will and when they impose it is when they don't realize that there are certain environmental factors and variables that are going to affect you, like with the nature versus nurture argument. If I grew up in a pretty, say, bad household, right, and my depiction of love is altered. Negatively. Negatively. In the future, that's going to make me approach things super, super different, and my free will is going to change. Like, my decisions in terms of free will are going to change. Like I'm going to be resistant to say, get into a relationship, resistant to accept the love that I'm given and resistant to admit that I have love. Yeah. And that's the best way I can put it because I feel like as though we do have free will as humans, 
We don't really, because it's all altered by, say, what we see on social media, what yeah. we grow up with, what we see on TV, how we um, approach different situations, our friends, our schools. Like, everything affects us so much, and we don't really notice it, and that is going to change our free will and our decision-making. Yeah. Also, part of me thinks that we don't make decisions at all on our own. Like, I really don't. I think that everything is super, super influenced, whether it's by consumerism culture whether it's by the elitists, the establishment. Yeah, individuals. I don't think we have any free will. You do something now in 2020, or sorry, 2021, everything is controlled and everything is perpetuated by somebody and something else. So honestly, I don't think we have any free will. We got, okay, today me and Hannah got boba. Mm -hmm. Great, but what was it perpetuated by? Was it perpetuated by me saying like, oh, I want boba. This is probably a bad example. Sure. But no, it had to be at one point I was on DoorDash, saw the boba, and the, my free will got altered and was like, hey. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Because sure. when we were like looking for sushi, I saw the boba and I was like, Ooh. hey. So I don't think we really have free will. I think it's more so mm-hmm. influence free will. And I think that when we do make decisions, super limited in the society because we want to be constrained or restrained from mm-hmm. what we can do. Because guess what? People in power are scared of the people, the common folk, having power because, I mean, God forbid they tear down the establishment or the status quo. God forbid. forbid. That would would cause a revolution. Oh, they couldn't handle that one. Oh, no, no, no. The elitists. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. God, people are going to revolt against them? Crap. The elitists that control our free will, everything? So that's my kind of rant. That was a lot of, like, speaking. I feel like that was a solid five minutes of me going like, hey, this establishment. I hate the elitists. (laughs) But yeah, that's why I don't think, honestly, as a society, we we like to believe we have free will. We like to be like, I'm in charge of my own decision making. Mm -hmm. You're not. But like, it depends on the environment. It depends on the environment. It depends exactly how the environment was applied to you growing up. Mm -hmm. And maybe, okay, even this, like, I want to transfer to NYU, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like my free will there has been super heavily influenced by the fact of friends encouraging me to go. Because that was never really my plan. It was kind of like I was sitting on a couch one day and I was like, this is a great school. I want to be there. But it's like if I didn't get that influence and the encouragement from my friends, then I probably wouldn't have the free will to go and apply and do my hardest thing or do my like – best application to the point of like no return you know what I mean like that's my thing is like everything is influenced like you get up out of bed your free will probably doesn't want you to like get up and go to school or like do psych 101 homework right however you're influenced around the consequences that you may get from the free will are going to be like yo if you don't do this class you're going to get a b and then not go to college (laughs) yeah and then you're going to lose your life and blah blah blah. and i feel like that's that's how just the world works is there's like proves determinism there's consequence after consequence after consequence that was such a weird sound oh my god consequence (laughs) um some notable quick mentions Mm -hmm. if you will david hume Mm. determinist very influenced by Descartes, Locke, Hobbes. Locke is honestly one of my favorite. I'm going to get a lot of crap for this, but Locke is one of my favorite philosophers of all time. We'll talk about him next time. I, like, I, just, I feel like we had. We, we did. Yeah, we did last time about Tabula Rosa. Yeah. Um, how like he's just like a big like environment affects you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, what David Hume said 
was intentional actions are caused by the direct passions, including the instincts. That makes sense. So this is basically arguing that all ideas, everything you think of, every essence is ultimately copied by your impression of something. So it's yeah. not original. I mean, when someone talks about a reputation, when I was a kid, my mom always said, you know, you only have one first impression because if you make a bad impression on someone mm-hmm. or they make a bad impression on you, that will affect your future conversations. And that will affect, like, how that person perceives you as well as who they talk about. Yeah. And so, like, if you are rude to someone, they most likely will tell their friends, oh, she was rude. And then it just affects your entire social circle. Mm-hmm. 100%. Even when Hume says things you do on purpose, basically, as he's saying, intentional actions, things you do on purpose, mm-hmm. the reason they happen is because they happen from your own selfishness of a passion. An instinct. And an instinct. So I think that's like super, super accurate because you go to college. Why? Because it's your instinct. That's your passion to go and learn. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's been altered because now it's like more so it's a certification to get a job or else you'll be broke and we'll die on a homeless street, whatever. But right. yeah, so we kind of can see how he's like a determinist naturalist in a sense. Mm-hmm. Another lovely philosopher, notable mention. Peter Van Inwagen. Mm-hmm. I wanted to bring him up because he's one of many philosophers that thinks that free will and strict determinism both coincide. In fact, they're more so like a deter- uh, symbiotic relationship. And this is an argument I quote from one of his books. If determinism is true, then our acts are the consequences of the laws of nature and events in the remote past. But it is not up to us what went on before we were born. Born. Not burn. Born. Born. And neither is it up to us what the laws of nature are. He's saying that there's already laws in nature that we've been prescribed to follow. Whether you believe it like us, the elitism who have set those rules, the master mentality, or mentality, or whatever. But they're basically, you follow these laws of nature that have been already set in place, and there are going to be consequences. Yeah. Because of the events based on the past. So they create these laws based on, like, the past. Right. I mean, when people decided that it wasn't cool to murder anymore, there were laws set in place. When people no, decided it wasn't no, cool to... Like... <laughs> no, the way you phrased it was, like, <laughs> when people decided that killing somebody is actually pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <And this laughs> which true. happened later in history than we it, would... A little bit later. Like, a little I'd too say, late. Yeah, a little too late. At least, I mean, the 1600s, like, when dueling was no longer... When dueling was no longer a hobby. A hobby, yeah. That when people no longer shot each other because they were in a feud. You know? like You know the vibes. Sorry, buddy. I'm going to need my piece of bread back. I'm going to duel you for it. Yeah, bad. Yeah, time and place. Like, you bring your guns and, you know, that's how it works. The shootout. Yeah, shootout. You want to steal my pig? I ain't going to let you. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Yeah, but, like, it's true. Like, Mm -hmm. when people stopped you know, doing that instead of to go to courts because it was just a way to work things out. Other than Shout people, out to Michelle, our lawyer. My mom, the lawyer, and to, you know, the people who... A notable lawyer in my family, not my family person. <laughs> not yet. Uh, well, <laughs> never. Okay, well. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but, like, that's when people decided that they would stop killing each other and then use the court system as a way of justice because that's a lot better than killing each other. But then again, this is a topic for another time. Is the court of justice really fair? 
Sometimes it's not. That we will figure out. Uh, that we will. <laughs> I feel like we've already figured that out, but like nobody's gonna do anything about it because of the Elias structure and the status quo. Anyways, <laughs> so that's basically. This is like kind of a short one. Uh, short episode, but I feel like we went through a lot yeah. of stuff. It was really heavy. It kind of gave. I don't want to say I love reading philosophy and like researching it, but this one, like researching it, gave me a little bit of an anxiety attack. Oh, so like a headache. I was about to say that, but I was like, no, <laughs> I like doing it. I just my head feels like it's gonna like explode. explode. Oh, how, wow. How, how do I know, guys? We have a psychic in the room. <laughs> okay. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. I will, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, adios. Thank you for using your free will to listen to our voices. That was the best thing ever. Okay, okay. Thank you for using your free will, or maybe your influenced free will, to listen to Greek tragedy. So long, farewell. So long, farewell. Okay. <laughs> and that's the end.